Hello and welcome to the Kiss the Wild podcast with your host, Kristen Wright. This is the space to unpack cultural scripts, narratives, and conditioning that are keeping you from living the juiciest version of yourself. You can expect conversations and thought-provoking ideas to help you reclaim your whole self in and out of the bedroom. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Kiss the Wild. I am your host, Kristen Wright. Very happy that you're here today. I am not 100% sure what I'm going to call this episode, but what we are going to be talking about is how you are like a secular being, a person who ebbs and flows throughout the month, and not somebody who's just like a robotic machine who wakes up and feels the same way every day and needs to do the same things every day in order to look, be, act a certain way, but rather how honoring that you are more than that is supportive in the ways you approach. Oh God, I got to get this right in my head because that was really confusing. But we're going to talk about relationships to bodies and exercise. And so why don't I just get into it? Why don't I just get into it? Okay. So what made me think about talking about this today is that we are going on a family holiday during spring break in a couple weeks. We're going to a beach destination. It's very excited. I'm super pumped. I can't wait. And I just was thinking yesterday, I was doing my morning workout and movement and just reflecting on the relationship I used to have with exercise and my body. So for example, before I would go on like a beach destination, I had a lot of, I don't know, I guess you could call it fear or insecurity about what my body would look like in a bathing suit on the beach. So I would start to like quote unquote diet or restrict my eating and like ramp up my exercise and also like hit the tanning beds pretty hard before I would go on a holiday. You know, like there was so much anxiety around, yeah, my appearance. Um, I remember too, it'd be like, okay, got to get hair done, got to make sure like everything's shaved, got to make sure, you know, or waxed or whatever it is, like self-tanner, you know, just all of these like things that I needed in order to feel like that I could show up on the beach and just like have a great time, you know? And I remember that period of my life. I mean, it's a very large and long period of my life. And, you know, you, I would go on these holidays and just binge and indulge, you know, and then feel like, oh, God, I'm a big old whale or I've gained 10 pounds or, you know, then there was like that shame spiral of getting home and being like feeling like crap um, because of all the excess that I partook in because of the restrictions leading up to it. So I don't know if you can see or feel yourself in some of what I'm sharing, but I know that I'm not alone in that. 
And I want to share the relationship that I have to exercise now because I think it's so healthy and I know a lot of people struggle to maintain a relationship with exercise. There's a lot of people I know in my life that I've talked to that, you know, get on an exercise train You know, say it's like the New Year's resolutions, like I'm going to start this new program or this new routine and there's a lot of energy behind it, but then they die off with it. Um, Or it's like always in this perpetual state of like, this is the first day of the rest of my life. Like, and we're just going to start here again and we're going to start here again rather than you know, tuning into actually their cyclical nature or looking at life from a seasonal lens and just really honoring like the long game. Do you know what I mean? Like that our fitness goals are not going to suddenly be reached in a year or five years even. Like we are, like this is lifelong. So how can we create a relationship with our bodies that really honors the trajectory of our life where we can show up, you know, every day or however, like whether, yeah, I'm going to say every day. We can show up every day from this lens of like, how can I honor myself? So if you are someone in the bleeding years of your life, you can really look to your menstrual cycle. Um, Sometimes, not sometimes, but if you are taking like hormonal contraceptives, pardon me, they will um, play with the cyclical lens that I'm about to share, but it's still really important to know as like a womb bearing human you go through different phases in a month. So you have the phase of menstruation, which is where you bleed. That's like the winter of your life. It's the time to go inwards. It's the time for reflection and retrospection. Then you have spring, which is like that very big maiden energy. It's like, you know, thinking of like shoots spreading out of the ground in the earth. It's a, it's the ovulation or sorry, the follicular phase of your cycle before ovulation. It's where things are starting to happen. It's that fun, like energy of like the building and the um, anticipation. And then we have ovulation, which is like a mothering archetype. It's the summer of our lives. It's like, like things are in full bloom. And then we go into fall, which is like the harvest and, and the time to start like reaping what we've sown. And I guess that is more the time for reflection as we get um, in preparation for menstruation. So as you can see, in a month, there's like these different phases that can be going on, but this is happening throughout a lifetime also. So when we look at a seasonal lens of living, we look at the different phases of life. Like we look at spring when you are just like a spring chicken, you know, (laughs) like a young person in like childhood and adolescence. Then we look at summer, which is whether you decide to mother or not, that's sort of that middle um, not necessarily, it's like, I guess, part of the middle in that, like, we are coming into full bloom, we are learning more about ourselves and what we can create in the world with our hands, with our visions. And then we go into the wild woman period of our life where we are entering into um, menopause just before and during. And then we go into crone, which is where we are like 
really in that mature season of life. Now, this happens throughout the course of a life. It also happens throughout the course of a month. It can happen throughout the course of a day and a course of an hour. Like if you think about your day, there's definitely a time in your day where you're more in that spring vibe, more in the summer vibe, fall vibe, winter vibe. Like for me, winter's at the end of the day. That's what I want to go inwards. Fall's probably in the afternoon. Spring's kind of in the morning. Summer's midday. It changes for everybody, right? But point being, you have your own energetic signature. You don't exist in like a linear box where every day you just need to show up and be the same version of yourself. That's what we've been taught as like nice girls, as good girls. You know, we show up, we be likable, we're happy, we're kind to others. You know, we don't dare like show our anger. We don't dare show our frustration. We don't dare set any boundaries. God forbid we have any. Um, We just need to keep going, keep doing, keep pleasing everybody. That's not true. That's not who you are at your core. Who you are at your core is deep. (laughs) and fluctuating (laughs) and alive and sensual like who you are changes throughout the day changes throughout the week changes throughout the month so the way I approach exercise is from this lens I really check in with myself what am I available for because I used to go to the gym I sometimes I'm like I'm scratching my head now how I actually did that obviously I didn't have kids but I would go And I would, I don't know, spend like 30 minutes on the treadmill or the stair climber or the elliptical. And then I would do like an hour workout every single day, basically. And I did that on sheer will and determination. Fitness has always been like a big part of my life. And I know that it's something that is really good for my mental health. But there was definitely times when I used it as like a way to feel more worthy in my body. And there's definitely times I feel like when I had a very distorted relationship to it where it was like, if I just like lose this weight by being on the stair climber more or whatever it is, if I get bigger glutes, I'll look like this image of this person that I see on a fitness magazine or someone that I admire on social media or someone that I follow, you know. And I got so down that rabbit hole. I just remember this one day where I finally realized like, holy shit, you know, I am five, seven and a half. I naturally have a very curvy figure. Why am I looking at a fitness model who is, you know, like six feet tall and obviously like has a lean body type and thinking that if I just like kill myself a little bit more at the gym, I can look like that. Like. There is actually no way that I'm ever going to look like that, you know? <laughs> wow. You, so how can I work with what I got? How can I honor my energy? And when I first started doing this, I had some disbelief with myself, right? Like it was very hard to give myself a break, you know? If I, like I, I questioned, okay, you feel tired today, like, come on, let's just go put your shoe, like, put your shoes on, do a workout and see what happens. So I would do that. And I really got to learn from that experience. um, No, like there was times I would go to the gym 
even when I felt like I didn't want to in this like phase of playing with honoring myself and my needs. And I would have a workout, but I would feel more exhausted afterwards. So it really helped me to trust my body. Like you shouldn't feel necessarily worse after exercising. And so now, like I said, I approach my relationship to fitness from a totally different lens in that I check in with myself. What do I want to do today? What do I have the capacity for? And today, for example, my body's quite sore. I have a headache. I'm just feeling a little bit like wonky energetically. And it didn't feel like, you know, pumping out a workout was going to be the thing that was going to help me to feel more healthy, more wholesome in my body. So what I did instead was put on some music. I shook and moved my body. And then I did a jade egg practice, a 10 minute jade egg practice where I, you know, inserted my jade egg. I moved my body in really beautiful ways. And that's how I invited health, healing, um, wholeness, nurturing to my body today. And some days it's about like getting outside and going for a hike. And some days it's about pumping out a workout or some days it's about doing a very gentle version of a workout or going for like a light jog. It's about really knowing and trusting that it doesn't have to look the same every day and that what I choose for me is the best route for me in terms of like full body health and full body wholeness, full body healing. So here's a few things. This is about approaching exercise from a totally different lens. It's not about using exercise to like um, manipulate your body. It's about using exercise to bring health to your body, to bring vitality to your body as a way to move your body as like an embodiment practice. Or even for me, it's about finding pleasure in movement, right? How does my body want to move today? Treating my body as like, my being treating it's like my animal body I had this conversation with a client this week I just see so deeply how we are stuck in these very rigid holding and movement patterns in our life it's like we are unconsciously taught again and again you know how we should move in our lives like even I think I said this in a stories like an Instagram stories Um, recently it's like even when I'm doing a squat you know if I'm exercising it's a very rigid you know like this is how you do a squat and so I just feel like we get up we're on autopilot we start our day we might go to the bathroom this is how I do it anyways go to the bathroom (laughs) get up go to the kitchen make my lemon water have my coffee have my breakfast get the children ready get myself ready you know we might go to work and sit at a desk all day or we might go to work and work in a factory or you know we're welders or we're like I don't know what other jobs are there. <laughs> so many different jobs. I don't know why I went to welders. I'm just thinking of all the ways that, you know, I was a massage therapist, you know, like there's just ways you show up in your day to day and you go through the movements. Do you know what I mean? How we make love. It's burnt into our brains what that's supposed to look like. How we wash the dishes, how we drive our cars. Like 
our body just is going through the motions all day long. So how can we bring like this conscious awareness to actually honor where our body is at and that our body, just like a plant needs, you know, water and sunshine, so does our body. Our body needs movement. It does need water too and sunshine. And so checking in with ourselves, like how does my body want to move and what would bring my body the most pleasure and when I say like we got to take exercise out of this lens of like something that's going to manipulate our bodies to look or be a certain way like I have a lot of love for that because it's not like I'm thinking about my beach vacation and I'm going oh well I'm just gonna be me on the beach like that is definitely how I feel but it's not easy you know like it doesn't mitigate the fact that I have a shit ton of cellulite in a world that makes cellulite seem like the worst thing on the world or like my my glutes are pretty weak after having a baby and sitting in a chair you know for the last year like it doesn't mean that I'm suddenly gonna feel super wildly confident in my body just because I view life from a different lens I mean it does help and this is the power of the work is that it's like I still have those feelings of not feeling enough but I can look at it for what it is how does the world want me to feel about my cellulite versus how do I actually truly feel how does the world want me to make me like how does the world want me to feel about my body in a bathing suit what what have I internalized versus what do I know how does my body feel Where is the pleasure, you know? And how can I use that to manipulate the way I want to see the world, you know, or the way I want to show up in the world? So that's kind of like a big part of this is just the anchoring of our truth, which is a huge like foundation in the work I do is peeling back the layers continually, looking at what we've internalized, the messaging we've taken on, the conditioning that we have about our bodies, about the way we relate to our bodies, and then we can put exercise into that too, the way we move our bodies, versus what is true and real for us? How do we wanna show up in the world? And how can we give some of that to ourselves, right? Like, what do I mean by that? So I wanna show up the world in the world, and I wanna like put on my bathing suit, and I wanna feel confident. I can't expect the world to embrace me in that because That's not what the world is. But every time I show up in my body or in my bathing suit and I give myself, I guess I'm showing up in my body (laughs) as I show up in my bathing suit, but I give myself that own, my own acceptance, my own like sense of feeling embraced, my own feeling of confidence. If I build that up internally, I'm gonna shift the world. Like, I can't expect the world to shift for me. I love that. But I do want to create change for my children, for my daughters, for other women in the world. I want to be a permission slip. And so I have to be willing to go first. I have to be willing to find my own truth, to stick a middle finger, be unapologetic. But again, it's that's the work of like, truly finding that radical self-acceptance within. So I want you to join me today. 
I would love for you to explore your relationship with movement, with exercise. I would love for you to explore your, you know, your energetic capacity, like to touch base with yourself each and every day, to build these foundations where it feels really good to show up in this way for your body, where you're honoring where you are at, what's realistic for you, and how you can support your own health, your own healing, your own wholeness through the choices you make in relationship to movement and exercise. Because there's nothing worse than being like, I've got to do this every day to reach these results um, or else, and then falling off the wagon and feeling a shit ton of shame. Like what is at the end for you? Is it like a quick fix? Is it to lose 20 pounds in three months? Or is it to have a relationship with your body where you know, when you show up for movement that feels good, you probably will lose weight. But let, let's let not look at it from that lens, like that be the end goal. It's not that we have to just like accept ourselves and never want anything else. I'm not saying that wanting to lose weight is bad, but I think it depends on where your motivations are coming from. And so can we love ourselves through the whole process. Does that make sense? Like, can we love ourselves in this moment? Find the love and compassion. If you can't find the love, can you find the compassion for where you're at? And then from there, make the choices. And so I think when we begin this journey of rewilding our relationship to exercise, especially when our relationship to exercise is about how our body looks, and there's like a performance piece and a good girl piece and like a perfectionism piece. Like I know for myself, I'm just a very driven, motivated person. And so there was so much wrapped in with like, if I take, if I approach this differently, if I honor my body, how do I know I'm not just being lazy? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that is definitely tied in there. We can kind of internalize that. Like there's a laziness if I don't show up for this, you know, in a certain way, like the way that I've been told, like if you want to lose weight or if you want to look a certain way, you got to spend X amount of time on the treadmill or X amount of time doing this. You got to have these supplements. You got to eat this amount of protein. It can be scary to deviate from all of that and just trust yourself, right? Oh my God what my body has a voice like I can listen and trust myself um and so let it be like a playful curious social science experiment you know where you explore okay I've listened to my body and my body says I'm tired but I'm gonna show up anyways and see what happens and get to know the messages that your body is giving you Okay, so just to try and wrap this all up, I've just been speaking from the heart today. In retrospect, maybe I should have made an outline. There's probably going to th be things that I think about later that I'm like, damn it, I wish I would have added that. Anyways, what I want to say is if you are someone who feels like your relationship to exercise could use some tweaking or that you have a relationship that is challenging with exercise, I want you to check in with yourself each and every day gauge where your energy is at recognize you know that you are a cyclical being and that honoring your body's needs honoring your energy is a pathway 
to like wholeness in a big, big way. Because when we undermine our energy, like when we undermine where we're at, we kind of turn our backs against this whole aspect of our being that is what I see is like technicolor, you know, like there's a vibrancy to who we are when we get out of the scripts that we need to show up and be a certain way every single day. So being in the space of like honoring where you're at and honoring your needs helps you to show up in more full ways in the rest of your life, in your relationships, your relationship with yourself, all of that good stuff. Okay, so let's take a look each and every day where we're at. Let's explore honoring that. What does that look like? What does movement look like for you today? What would exercise, like what kind of exercise would feel so good for you today? What would really honor where you're at, your energetic capacity, your feelings, your emotions, you know, what could support you and what would feel good to show up for? And then how can you bring the love, the compassion, the acceptance to who you are in this moment? How can you begin to take like peel back these layers and to get closer and closer to what's authentic and real for you. Now, I am a strong advocate for owning your authentic sexual nature, for feeling the power of your pleasure, you know, just like flowing through your being. And I am forever here holding the container for you to dive in and do that work for yourself. So if you would like to get into deeper relationship with your body, with your sexuality, if you want to feel like a super sexy, empowered woman in the body that you are right here and right now so that you can show up like the badass goddess that you are in the bedroom, but also like in the boardroom in the rest of your life, then hit me up. I'm here for the one-on-one coaching. I would love to work with you. Send me an email. Let me know what your desires are, what you are seeking support with, and we can jump on a call and have a greater conversation, get to know one another, ask some questions, and see if we are a match for working together. So definitely check out my website, therightkristen.com. Stay tuned for the next episode. Let me know what you think in the comments or leave me a five-star rating or review. Much love to you and I will see you next week.